I want to welcome you to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail, and I have with me Michelle. And I'm Michelle Hutchison with the Mindset Exchange podcast. So we are working on doing different podcasts together, blending the spiritual with the psychological. And today we are tackling a big subject. So we're going to talk about the healing of dissociative disorder, otherwise known as multiple personality disorder. Now I know in the psychological world, no one believes that this could ever be healed. And so we, I've got to ask you a question, Michelle. What in the world from a psychological point of view is dissociative disorder? Oh, that's a great question, Pastor Gail. It makes me think about um, the simplest way to describe dissociative personality disorder is is really truly when someone is experiencing different ways or mannerisms to express themselves so different personalities they might hold deep within but let me say it's certainly a medical diagnosis that has a lot of depth to it so i'm simplifying the description for our audience just to think about when I feel myself expressing in ways that are very um, disconnected um, from who I truly am and the identity that God's called me to be, then I find myself moving into a little bit of um, disassociative disorder. But again, please know I'm prefacing with a very basic, basic generalized description because often not often, always multiple personalities come out of trauma in a way that someone is protecting themselves, whether consciously or subconsciously. They're bringing bringing protection to who they were created to be by developing these different personalities. But it's not an intentional act, right, Pastor Gail? It's not like I'm choosing just to express myself in one sense of identity over the other. And when we say identity, it really can look like a personality. It can look like, you know, today I'm Michelle, this very creative, artistic, you know, um, deep loving person. And then in this moment, I believe that there's someone else that comes out of me that is a little girl who doesn't know how to speak loud and clear and articulate and feels really shy. And then there might be someone else that comes out of me that expresses themselves through talking, through language, through different vocal sounds. Um, So I'm hoping that's what you're asking for, Pastor Gill, is a very simplified, basic picture of what dissociative disorder looks like to those who might not necessarily know or understand maybe to someone who's experiencing it or the description is for someone who may be looking at how do I bring healing to people that come into my world and my life who are struggling in this manner. Well, I'm going to dive deep in this subject because I have had the privilege to work over a thousand hours with SRA, MPD, Satanic Ritual Abuse, Multiple Personality Disorder. And um, it's a deep dive because when you get really into this, 
it's really complex. Now, I'm going to give you a little of my history. In my young days, in my early days, I was pastoring a church. And back then, I believed that all multiple personalities were demons. I was convinced they were demons. And so that's as a pastor how I would deal with it. Until one time, until one time I had a lady visit my church. And she was up front playing her tambourine, and I didn't know her. And I went up to her, and I, I will call her uh, Janet for this program to protect her identity. And I said, Janet, I have a word from Jesus for you. And she goes, oh, well, what's your word? I said, uh, the Lord says, though you've been frayed and torn apart, he's going to put you back together piece by piece. And mm. she about flipped out. Piece she called. Piece. Yeah, piece by piece. She called that. She got a hold of uh, David Alderman and Dean Vandermeer, and she said, uh, does this guy know what he's talking about, the word he just gave me? Because, you see, she had several personalities. I didn't know it. And she had been one of the highest-level Satanists ever to get off the World Council, and she was in our area under protection of two very important men who are helping to take care. And Dean calls me and goes, do you even understand what you told that lady? And I said, Dean, no, I don't understand. He said, do you know what multiple personality disorder is? I said, well, I've heard about it, but I really thought it was demons. And he goes, I think we'd like to invite you in on this lady's care. Oh, Michelle, what an eye-opening experienced. And then one night the Lord spoke to me and he said, I want you to go to Psalms 139 verses 16 through 18. I'm going to read it. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. If I were to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. And then the Lord said to me, pick up a piece of rope. And I did. He goes, how many pieces of rope do you have in your hand? I said, I have one. He goes, no, look again. A rope is made up of several pieces tightly woven together. And That's then right. the Lord showed me in my, I say a vision, my mind's eye or my holy imagination. He said, this is what happens. You have a piece of rope, you have a person, and then they, they're they hit with a trauma they cannot handle. So it's so bad that they literally have to form another uh, part of their personality just to handle those feelings and those emotions. And he said, now you take that piece of rope and through trauma, you begin to pull back the different pieces of rope. You still have one piece of rope, but you have many different faces to that personality. And then he said, this is where the demons come in. The demons get involved with that whole mess. And so he said, that's, he said, that's what I want you to understand. And I went, Wow. I never thought about that because, you know, in the psychological world, if you try to cast out a part of the personality and you're a therapist, it's considered a malpractice. And so 
the Lord began to show me, now this lady had over 500 personalities. This is going to blow your mind, okay? Frida would come out and talk with me. And I talked to Frida, and she had a whole different voice and a personality of her own. Then another one would come out and talk to me. And then, then sometimes they call me on the phone and want me to guess who I was talking to. That became a little bit diluted. I said, look, there's one of me and 500 of you. How can I know who I'm talking to? So this particular individual had developed personalities and they were developed purposely through satanic programming, through trauma. Now there are other, there's another side of this coin. There are many people that have been in highly abusive situations where someone was doing something to them when they were a child. Now, if you're listening to me right now and you were abused as a child, I pray for God's grace while I yeah. talk to be upon you and the protection of the Holy Spirit and the ministering angels to be around about you because this is heavy what I'm talking about. So somebody held you down and sexually violated you and you had no control over that. You might have found yourself putting yourself outside of your body in a different place in a space. And through that, you disassociated or formed another part of you to handle this trauma. Now, where the problems come in is sometimes people don't know they have this situation because there's walls of amnesia between the personalities. Now I'm getting deep, right? There's walls right, of amnesia though. between the personalities because you don't want to remember. And so. Because our brain naturally builds those walls for self-protection, right? It's too painful mm -hmm. to remember. So to bring healing to this takes a community of people. Mm -hmm. And it takes some people that are very specialized. So, and I haven't found a team yet. Oh my goodness. This is a lot of work. I have worked with several multiples that came in uh, some needed a final integration i did some final integration work seeing personalities integrate into the host and then you have one person that's amazing the soul god created us according to thessalonians spirit soul body and believe me brothers and sisters the soul is so deep and if you don't have the help of jesus you're never coming out in one piece that's all i've got to say Really what I hear you saying is we're talking about a person that's experienced trauma, maybe even in the womb, and we're understanding them body, soul, and spirit. Correct. What's happened to their body has changed the way that their brain physiologically is formed. Mm -hmm. Their soul realm, which is where we hold all of that emotion and that memory has now been splintered and is doing its best to protect itself. And that's the depth of what we want to talk about that requires healing. And so in the soul realm are these multiple ways to express oneself through the trauma. Mm -hmm. And then we have the spirit realm, I heard you reference, which is you and I talked about this on other podcasts. When there's been an opening in our soul realm where there's been harm, it opens doors for spiritual activity in someone's life. Mm -hmm. And that spiritual activity can then influence our mind and our hearts and our souls. Yeah, very much so. And I remember working with this in satanic deprogram and satanic 
programming, what they would do as they would- Can you, can I interrupt you? Can you describe just very briefly what you mean by satanic deprogramming? Because maybe that's a new concept to our guests, or maybe we need to be on the same page about what that is. In satanic programming, they will program their members to go out and do to go out and do certain tasks they want them to do, and some of them are really bad tasks. So they have to split the personality, and then what they do is, as they split it through trauma, they will actually put demons into on that personality part and call them helpers, and then they will make them say vows that they will never break their programming, and so. It's very complex, very deep, and I don't really know if I want to go right in deep into the weeds of all that. And so when they come out of that, they have to break their vows. The personality has to be healed and cleaned up by Jesus, and then that part of the personality accepts Christ and is now cleaned up. And and you know, the funny thing is, the Lord would always give that personality part a new name. Mm. In the cult, they would give the personality a name, and a name also has to do with their function and their job and their duty. And then they were told they're made in the image of their creators. And so they, that personality believes that those that split them in the Satanism were their creators. And so it's a whole twisted mess. Now you go to the other side of this coin, which we're more apt to deal with. And this is people that have been... Um, they have had a, a fracture. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me of this. A fracture in the personality through trauma. And the reason yeah. you might have a little boy or a little girl, simple. That part of the personality stays at the age where that part was fractured at. So you have that part that might be seven years old. And one day when I was working with ladies, a lady, she had a piece of the part of the personality come out and talk to me and said, um, I got 500 other pieces here that want to come with me to integrate, mm-hmm. want to come to Jesus. And I'm like, what? How can that be? And I said, Lord, how can that be? I don't understand. And the Lord said to me, um, he, he made it real simple. He said, if you had a glass vase in your hand and you threw it on the cement floor, what would happen? And I said, well, it would shatter. 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 And you'd have all these different shards and pieces of glass. He said, all I'm doing is picking up the pieces of glass and bringing them back together and healing them and putting them back in the place and the space I've designed them to be. That's beautiful. But we just have to stop there for a minute because that to me carries so much hope to look at that picture, to think about that picture and to understand that someone may not uh, be quote unquote damaged, which is not how I think about them, but many would um, forever, but that we just have to understand how to put those pieces back together. It's like that amazing Japanese art where they break pottery or they take broken pottery and then they put it back together and they and they melt it together with gold. Well, so what happened is Jesus was coming and he was picking up the pieces of glass and he was putting it all back together. And the more he put the personality back together, that person said to me one day, I can't believe it. My mind is quiet. Mm. I don't hear anyone talking anymore. 
my mind is quiet. The more integration we do. Now, there's another problem. People think, integration, yay! And I go, no, train wreck. Why? Mm, why? Because in the integration process, you're reconnecting the circuit. And now the host can now remember the memories that they have uh, split off. Protected and, from. Mm -hmm. And now they have to learn to be healthy. And this is where a good therapist comes in. And this is where a lot of good counselors would come in to help that person dealing with their feelings and their emotions and their memories. Boy, folks, we just jumped into the weeds, didn't we? In part two, I'm going to talk about the duties of the host personality and how that all functions, and maybe we can dive into that together. But this is a lot to grapple with. That's all. It is a lot. What I'm thinking is it must be leaving our audience hungry to know more. So we've given this very basic but deep kind of quick dive into the understanding that there's hope for people who have struggled with such severe trauma that it's impacted their identity at the core. And yet we have this amazing picture of the rope, mm -hmm. of the broken pottery, mm -hmm. all of it that can be sewn back together, put back together, healed and whole, but it, it requires skill. It requires good clinical skill. It requires good healing. It requires good inner healing and an understanding of, from the context of, of our perspective as Christians, an understanding of how to walk this journey with God. Um, but that we know our hope as Christians is that we know that God can bring healing and restore identity right back to the plans that he had for you before you were knit together in your mother's womb. He had a plan for you and he can restore you to who it is that he has created you and called you to be in the renewing of the mind and in wholeness as a person. See, and so what the enemy is doing, he's trying to unknit what God has knit together. He's yeah. trying to take that apart. But, and this is where people got to understand, only Jesus can put it back together. I would be working with personalities, you know, helping them. And then one would come out and say, well, free to come out. Well, pastor, I got to go. I said, where are you going? Well, Jesus told me it's time for me to integrate. And so I won't be around no more. So will you please not forget me and what I've been through. I said, I promise you, Frida, I won't. Then all of a sudden, the host's eyes would go shut. And in the spirit realm, I heard a click. I heard a literal click, almost like a chiropractic adjustment. And she opened back her eyes and spoke to me, and I could hear the integration of Frida's voice into her voice. Her voice changed. And that part of the personality was with Jesus, was with her back in its place. And now she had all of Frida's memories. You see, Frida was just another face of that one person. So if you're listening to me and you suffer from this, look, you're not broke. You're not flawed. 
you're a beautiful person that God loves, who he wants to help. Lord, I want to thank you today for everybody under the sound of our voices, Lord. I ask that you'd bind the demonic powers that want to attack this podcast and radio program. I pray that they would be bound and gagged, that there would be an umbrella of protection over us and over our listeners. I pray that the demonic realm would be struck with confusion, that they would not be able to operate uh, while we speak on the healing of dissociative disorder or multiple personality disorder. And so I thank you for um, all you're doing and for what you're going to do in the name of Jesus. Michelle, you want to lift up a prayer? Yes, Father. And as the voice of the enemy is silenced over any heart or mind that is listening to this, I ask that your voice, your single-minded voice, would speak hope into the life of every listener and that they would believe with hope that there's healing from trauma, that there's healing and breaking of any satanic or demonic rituals that may want to come and harass and call back and we say no to that and we speak life and we speak a journey of the renewing of the mind over every listener father i ask that you would release the wisdom and revelation over the hearts and the ears of every listener today that they would just get this and that they would understand it and that they would say yes to you and we thank you father we thank you for clinicians we thank you for pastors and spiritual leaders we thank you for every person that has a heart to see wholeness and healing come to those around us and we say yes to you father and we say yes to more understanding of how to heal body soul and spirit in the name of jesus amen so yeah i know that many of you are listening out there we're going to go even deeper into the weeds of this because i've got a lot i'd like to share because I think it'll it'll open the eyes, it'll give hope, but... I wanted to bring some clarification and make sure that we stated clearly. If you're experiencing dissociative disorder, that does not mean that you have been involved in satanic ritual. Correct. Uh, you were talking about this, Pastor Gail, from the spiritual perspective. There are many people, or most people, that come out of satanic ritual practices that then do experience multiple personality because of the trauma they experienced within those rituals. Correct. And then there are many people who have experienced trauma in their lives who then experience dissociative disorder because of the brain's need to cope um, with the depth of trauma that they've experienced. And, and it's one way that some people who have experienced trauma end up coping with life. So I'm hoping that we've brought some clarity to the conversation a little bit. Well, from Gail and Michelle, have a good day. Bye. Bye.